welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Managed Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast is originally airing on Monday, the last Monday of December 2021. So we're heading into a new year. Next Monday, a new episode. It's a new year. So today I want to talk about maximizing your gifts and talents. Maximizing your gifts and talents. We often don't talk a lot about our gifts and talents. Uh, We shy away from it. We keep it kind of quiet. But I'm here to tell you, you need to scream it from the mountaintops, the rooftops, whatever, however that saying goes. I can't even think of it right now. You need to know what you're good at. You need to know what you're good at and own it. Own it. This is a new year. We're stepping into a new year with new possibilities. And you have a chance to take a new approach. You have a chance to take a new approach at focusing on what you're really good at. You know what you're good at, but we're often taught and trained to like hide your light under a bushel kind of thing. Like don't stand out. I am a really good cook and I'm an amazing baker. Amazing. Everybody loves my stuff. And the only reason you don't like what I bake is probably because you don't like the flavor. Like if you're allergic to nuts, you're not going to like my German chocolate cake. You're just not. So for the most part, everybody loves what I make. And one time we were doing a potluck and a friend was sitting next to me and I had made these little phyllo dough shells with meatballs in them. And I looked at him and I said, you know, these are good. Uh, and my meatballs are amazing, but somehow this didn't work out like I thought. And I I think there's got to be a way to make them better. What do you think? And he said, well, yeah, I think you should do this. And I said, okay, well, next time I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at doing it that way. And my girlfriend looked at me and goes, how can you say that? And I said, say what? And she said, say that this is amazing, but it could be better. And I said, but it is. And There's nothing really arrogant or uppity about me saying that. It's it's a fact. I recognize I have a gift and a talent for cooking and baking. I may not be on the next Food Network star, but I'm really good in my little circle of the world. Focus on your gifts and talents. If you maximize what you're good at, then what you're not so good at is kind of minimized because you probably don't need to be doing it anyway. There are people who say that 
if you're not very good at something, if you're if it's considered a weakness, like you're not very good at it, that you need to hire a coach, you need to take some classes, you need to build up that skill. There can be some things that you do need to get help with and you do need to build up, but they have found there are many studies that show that we actually grow faster when we focus on our strengths rather than trying to improve our weaknesses. We grow faster when we focus on our strengths than trying to improve on our weaknesses. We're actually happier, less stressed, and more confident. There are a lot of things I'm not very good at, but cooking and baking, I'm pretty darn good at. And I know it. I know I'm good at it. And so it's not stressful for me. We're going through the holidays. I'm cooking and baking all the time. For Thanksgiving, I had to bake seven pies. Some were for orders and some were for my family. But nonetheless, I baked a few pies. We need to pay attention to the signs that we're good at something. It's very easy to ignore it. It's easy to ignore what you're good at. Because we get like on this path that we're put on, sometimes by our parents, sometimes by our friends, we just get on this path and we just stay on the path. And so the question becomes, is that the path you even want to be on? Is that what you want to do? I was a senior in high school and I was going to go to college. And to be completely honest with you, my whole goal in going to college was to put off getting a full-time permanent job as long as possible. That was like one of my main goals. The other one was I wanted to graduate in four years because other people in my family had gone to college and either they didn't graduate or it took them longer than four years. So I wanted to get out in four years. I accomplished that. So, and I even went part-time my last two semesters of my senior year because I went in the summers, but then some classes you had to take and they only offered them in the spring. So I had to hang around for a while. Oh, darn, darn the luck, people, darn the luck. But I'm a senior in high school, to go back to the beginning of the story, I'm a senior in high school. I'm trying to decide what my major is going to be. I don't know, I don't have a clue. And the idea of enrolling in college and saying my my degree was undecided or general studies, there's nothing wrong with general studies, but like I wanted I wanted a specific study, but I didn't know what that was. So I'm talking to my high school Spanish teacher and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know what I'm going to major in. And she said, well, Jennifer, what do you like? And I was like, nothing. Because, you know, senior in high school, you have senioritis, you're born, burned out, you hate everything nothing. Well, do you like this? She went down through all the classes until she got to languages. And she said, well, you've had two years of French, a year of Spanish, a year of Latin. Do you think you like languages? Yes. Yes, I do. She goes, great. You're going to go to the counselor's office. You're going to get a form and you're going to go to OU, which is the University of Oklahoma. And you're going to major in French and Spanish. I was like, okay. And I did. And I did. And it all worked out. I was accused by my high, my college boyfriend that I was majoring in something really simple because I made good grades. And for a while, I bought it. I bought it. Yeah, it was easy. But it was easy for me because I had a gift and an aptitude for it. 
and I liked it. So it made it much easier for me to study. It made it easier for me to go to class. I rarely missed class, rarely. Because for me, it was easier to go to class, hear what the professor had to say, take notes. I'm an avid note taker and I can write very, very quickly. So it was more important to me to go to class than it was not. I was typically in bed every night at 10 o'clock. Yeah, I was that geek in college because I had to get up and go to class in the morning. But I bought this idea that it was easy to major in French and Spanish. I had a double major. I had a 3.3, 3.5 grade point average. I worked 20 to 30 hours a week at the library. And I, you know, I dated, I partied, I had a good time. It wasn't easy, people. It seemed easy to him looking at me, but the bottom line is I had a gift and a talent for it. And I've seen so many people enroll in college. I should do a whole episode on what to do when you, you know, want to go to college and you could share it with your kids and grandkids. It's hard to be successful in your college career if you're studying something that you have an aptitude for but you hate. Or if you love something, but you do not have an aptitude for it at all. It's a both and. It's not an either or. You have to have an aptitude for it, and you have to really like it. And then you can put up with the other crap classes you have to take just to earn that degree. It's the same thing with your gifts and talents. What is it that you're doing that you really enjoy? That when you finish you feel very successful. Are you drawn to it? You just want to do it. You volunteer every time it comes up because you like it. When you're finished, do you feel energized? We don't take time looking at our gifts and talents because we just get on this path. What are you doing that you're good at that you could do more of? And what are you supposed to be doing that you don't enjoy, that you're not very good at? And ask yourself, do I need to get better at this? Or do I need to delegate it or hire it out? Only you can answer that question. If you're building a team, whether you're in corporate America, government, or actually the podcast is worldwide. Um, I was number eight in Italy. Who even knew about that? Um, whether you're working in a corporate setting, a government setting, a nonprofit setting, or you're an entrepreneur, like any of the above, you're going to be building teams at some point, unless you're a solopreneur and literally do 100% of everything by yourself. I don't know many of those. We usually hire somebody for something, even on a contract basis. You're going to have to delegate. That's a skill you're going to have to learn. You may not be good at it at first. You're going to have to learn it. You're going to have to go forward. You're going to have to learn to give feedback. You may not be good at it at first. It might be uncomfortable, but you're going to have to get better at it. There are some things and skills you're absolutely going to have to learn to do, and you're going to have to improve, but... There are some that you really don't. It doesn't really matter. 
One example that I have heard time and time again that just blows my mind is when you're looking at like quality ranking factors for a job application, like what is required for it. If there are 10 requirements, a man will look at it and say, huh, I meet two or three of these. I'm going to apply for a job. A woman looks at it and says, oh, I only qualify for two or three of these points. I'm not going to bother. And that is how we are trained. That's how we're raised. Women are raised. If you don't meet all 10, you can't do it. And a man is told, if you've got a few, go for it. Just go for it. So if you're a woman out there listening to this, I'm going to say, just go for it. <laughs> Absolutely, just go for it. If you only have two or three, go ahead and go for it with all your heart and soul. Men, keep going for it. It's fine. It's great. Keep going for it. But find what it is that you're good at, what your gifts are, what your talents are, and focus on those. I challenge you for the next 30 days, pick one thing that you're good at and focus on that every free moment that you have and see what happens at the end of 30 days. And then email me and let me know. I'm Jennifer Takagi, your host for Destined for Success, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi and I look forward to connecting with you soon.